0: And welcome to Mikey's office, where my door is always open. This is your boy, uh, Pastor Mike, aka the Rev, aka Reverend. No, I'm kidding. Uh, although I can't go by those names, I do want to thank you for tuning in. As always, that always means a lot. You know, doing this grind stuff is tough, and uh, and it's all once we begin building as creators. We won't, once we start building a an audience. Once we start building a community around our content. It's such a big encouragement to see people support, see people interact, participate. So thank you for just even clicking on this show on your daily commute while you're putting something up, while you're washing dishes, whatever you're doing. Thanks for tuning in. Well, I got another group of a set of questions that I wanted to address, but uh, one of them I most particularly wanted to uh, answer was, uh, one of, one of, one of our listeners asked, Mike, what are you even doing right now? <laughs> you you, you know, uh, last episode we talked about how I'm, you know, my personal entrepreneurship, I'm in ministry. So how do I balance all those things? Well, you know, number one, uh, I, I really don't know how to answer that because that's just how my brain works. I wish I was, what's the word? Uh, neurotypical, like I wish I was just flushed in with all of y'all, I wish I just, I wish the world made sense to me, but I can only interpret it the way my brain will allow me to, my personality will allow me to, so that's kind of how I do it, it's like I have no other option to, 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 but to make these things happen. Uh, so ministry-wise, I'm super pumped because our church, New Day 416 Church is meeting in our new venue. We as a church have moved around, moved around a lot, um, not not by choice, but because of COVID, and uh, well, that's a big, big thing right there. Reason why, um, uh, you know, sometimes you just outgrow a space. Um, sometimes the the host space, the venue, um, our interpersonal inter, you know, our our. The way we work together, our views or our values sometimes just don't line up with, um, with our actions. So uh, sometimes we just got to scoop out of there. So as a, as a small church, as a church plan, we did the church in the parking lot thing, like literally. Pastor Dustin has done such a great job at, uh, at leading. I think he is one of the most called people to lead ever on this planet. Um, especially in the church setting, he loves people, he loves uh, you know he, he, he loves the vision that that he casts, he believes in it. Uh, he believes Jesus, he believes in uh, you know, the, the values, the core values of the scriptures. He believes in uh, uh, you know uh, how would you say it? Well I'm gonna say it uh, exegesis, which is the art and science of biblical interpretation. He believes in hermeneutics. Uh, He believes in, uh, you know, like everything that's appropriate. That God says that if you follow, like follow the law and I will make you prosperous. Just like he says in Joshua. However, that doesn't necessarily mean I will make you successful in terms of money all the time. In terms of being happy all the time. We know that the promise, uh, a promise, the promise comes with problems and the way you face them and and your character and your ethics towards moving past those problems into the promise Uh, pastor Dustin does an excellent job of doing that Uh, so in ministry wise church planting is going well we started at the Y uh, the YMCA in shirts Um, it's pretty much the best case scenario because we have the facility the this the rental space at the facility um, to uh, at our fingertips. And they're being such great hosts and team players and um, being very hospitable. So I, I often pray, just like Jesus said, whenever you go into a house that opens this door to you, pray, peace be with this house. And I pray the same for uh, the YMCA. But we're meeting there in Church, Texas. It'll be our fourth Sunday there, um, we opened with 103 in attendance, and that's the most, we finally broke the three-digit um, landmark. Uh, we're averaging about 70, which, by the way, when we first opened, when we were nobodies, you know, we have a core group of, of about 24, I think, at the time, and then we we, 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 we grand opened, we, we hard-launched, with, uh, I think it was 83, Pastor Dustin, if you remember that, uh, uh, rejoice with me, uh, but uh, 103 was something to celebrate, and we're averaging now nearly the highest point of our first opening at the, the, the movie theater, which wasn't a bad gig, because at the movie theater, first of all, it's AC'd, it's never, you're never fighting the AC to stay on. Uh, The projector is a high-end projector already built in. We had 5.3 surround sound and preaching and worship, which was amazing. We didn't have to set up chairs or set up anything because the chairs were there. They actually reclined because it was at Santico's, which is kind of like an Evo, kind of arcade bowling type of theater thing, entertainment place. Uh, I mean, before... Before or after church, you can literally go get a refillable Icy if you wanted. Which reminds me, oh man, brother, you know who you are, all right? But after setup, this brother would go get a large popcorn and a soda or an Icy, sit down, enjoy church, crunching on... I mean, he'd be polite, but but this dude crunching on ice, on popcorn and, and ices was... Probably the highlight of my day to see, oh, what did he get? <laughs> he got the pizza this time. Uh, brother, you know who you are. And it was it was so awesome. And that's such a funny dynamic because it was like something that a lot of people were excited to check out. And once they checked, once the foot traffic came in, they saw that the worship service was amazing. Uh, our team, like our worship team, bro, like being three years in genuinely has evolved into something that sounds like nothing else like you might say that uh, you know you might compare one comedian to another and uh, they they can either be very extreme against one another one could be like dark comedy or one could be uh, like a lot of crowd work but but when you cut down to like how, you, how the average comedian is, they're pretty much standing next to, next to each other in terms of style, in terms of tempo, um, in terms of uh, uh, topics. So that can, that typically happens with a lot of church bands. And I'm really proud to be able to say that we are up there in terms of talent, in terms of passion, in terms of sound quality. And um, I'm just proud of every instrumentalist, every vocalist, every tech person. Like we're making it happen. Uh, they're making it happen. And I just want to lift them up and elevate them because man, oh man. So back, back to what I was saying, when people would come into the church, uh, go into the theater, the worship set was on point, and then Pastor Destin's preaching is on point. Of course, it has evolved and changed and grown over the, over time, and he's done such a great job at disciplining himself to be able to find, to find his tone, to be able to find his tempo, to be able to find his style, uh, to be able to find his voice, to be able to. Um, uh, uh, <clears throat> Uh, uh, extract the meaning of scripture, being able to apply that into the lives of the people listening, and uh, it's such an amazing thing to watch. Um, so now we're meeting at the Y, you know, where we are there developmentally, our, our uh, Greek team is so hospitable, they're so great at welcoming our people, welcoming anybody who comes in, uh, the uh, the new day kids is so good at making parents having parents or comforting parents, enforcing their safe like that their student their kids are safe and uh, comforting them, knowing that uh, we are leading de- leading them towards the path of Jesus, um, and it, it it goes without saying that we have just we have caring people who absolutely love uh just uh, dis- making disciples that's pretty much what it is across the board. so that's how it is in terms of ministry that that's how it is in terms of church planting so new day church new day 416.church if you have any questions or if you've been watching the live videos you know exactly how to reach us email us at staff at newday 416.church of course we'd love to connect with you and then in terms of like personal entrepreneurship my newest endeavor, my previous one was like, of course, collecting ads and and getting this show sponsored and stuff like that, and, and uh, I don't have the uh, stamina or capacity or the uh, mental finesse to be able to do that as effectively as I want anymore. And I'll I'll definitely admit that. And there's def and I'm sure there are companies and brands that. Just completely line up with what we're doing as a as a podcast, but I haven't bumped into them yet. But I'm eagerly waiting and I'm ready to <laughs> ready to talk to them. But right now, in terms of the chase, uh, it is not present. It is not uh, fully. Uh, you know, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just not able to do it right now. Obviously, you can tell I'm stuttering a lot. Um, I'm hunting for words a lot, and that 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 definitely contributes to why I am limited in terms of chasing the big fish. But right now, I got to let y'all know that my my newest entrepreneurial endeavor is vending machines, all right? I'm, I'm not doing it just because the TikTok told me to, all right? I'm not doing it because of that. I didn't pick up the TikTok yoga pants, all right? But I am doing vending machines because the scale is easy Well, well, the burden is light, but the scale is super easy to build. Uh, I love boring businesses. Those are my favorite kind of businesses. Uh, You might have seen some of them, like vending machines is one. Uh, Of course, real estate investing is another. Um, And then uh, car washes are another And then uh, 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 washing laundromats are another. So boarding businesses like that, that you're able to scale, that you're able to do all the work in one or two business days um, a week is really nice. Uh, It's really cool because like vending machines is not earned income. Uh, so tax, taxing on it is very different versus earned income. If you work in the tax office or if you know about money stuffs, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's not exactly a passive income unless you're investing in it, uh, which uh, I am the investor and the owner. So, you know, it's, it's, it, it's cash flow in some, but right now it's going to do, do more so when it, when it scales up. Uh, so, my vending machine company is called 5.3. So, 5.3 Vending, LLC. I did get my LLC. If, uh, maybe I'll do another video on like the... Or, or I will do a video on Instagram or maybe just walk y'all through it on the show. But just to get the highlight of what I'm doing, uh, <clears throat> I do I do own the business. It's not just some business that I do and track like, like you would uh, Uber or DoorDash. It is... Uh, an entity in Texas, five three vending. I got that from Matthew five, uh, verse three. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for they will be filled. Boom, vending machine, uh, and I'm I'm loving it. It's so, it's it, it 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 tickles the itch. You know what I'm saying? For me to do something, but then like when I get tired, I can be like, okay, well it's enough, so I could do it tomorrow. Uh, not to postpone it, but to say that my body is tired. I've hit my limit. Time is on my side for this business so I can do the rest of my tasks tomorrow, bundle it, time bundle better. Uh, So it's been so good. Um, uh, Right now, uh, the business is worth, I think it's worth 10 Gs already, if I were to sell it, which by the way, I started with nothing. All right. Um, uh, Let me see here. Uh, being able to find vending machines to purchase and tow and locate or put on put on location, versus buying on a that already has a spot has a location. I just continue on with uh, with the maintenance of that machine, and those tend to be easier for me because one, I don't have a truck. Two, I sell I sold my second car to make this business happen. Um, you know, you got to be willing to make the sacrifices. You got to sit sit down with your wife, your your life partner, and be like, hey, this is what I'm doing, this is what I'm up to. Um, can we can we struggle? Can we like, can we get through a couple of months without two cars? Can I can I personally be able to make do this business with one family car only? And you know the the broke way to say, is well, well, uh, no, you know, the, once a week you need the car by yourself, and twice, so, well, you know what? I'm gonna do it when we both have access to the car, when, when when neither of us need the car, that's when I'll do the vending machine stuff. You know, you gotta make the sacrifices. You gotta, you you gotta, you gotta be able to walk five city blocks or whatever, or get, get down five city blocks to make things happen. That's just how it is. If you want something to grow, you just gotta be willing to sacrifice. Um, and you need to be partnered with someone who will sacrifice with you uh, for on the short on the short term for the long term. You know what I'm saying? So 5-3 vending, man, I'm da, 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 da. I'm loving it. It's so fun. Uh, I get to meet a need that people have. Um, I'm 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 not I mean I'm not gonna turn away any cash flow that happens from it. So, and it allows me to scale even more. So right now the vending machine game, like I've been able to uh, 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 shadow a couple of people who do it and it's been really fun. Like it's, it's it's the extra things, right? So what comes to mind is, you know, say you have a, a vending machine at a location, say it's at a, in a business office, all right? And it's for, the people. Well, you just ask them. You know, what's your favorite kind of snack? What's something you wish you had here, that I you can't buy or you can't get your hands on, a flavor, a kind of chip, a kind of candy? Um, and would would you be willing to pay the extra dollar it costs for you to have it at your disposal? Um, At your, you know at your leisure and and if the answer is yes for this thing and it's reasonable to grab it To pick it up and stock the machine with then you do it and guess what they're there every single day So you're guaranteed say it's a company. It's an office of at least 20 people and they all get lunch break And they all get to have a break uh, Then you're gonna have uh, Customers every single day you have to restock once or at, you know, at, ma- at max two, three times a week to make sure that they're happy. They have their snack. Because um, typically for offices, they're not going to, if their particular snack is not there, they're not going to f- pick something else. They'd rather drive somewhere to get what they want. So if I, if I if I stay up on it, then there you go. And also one of my favorite things that I've been doing right now is looking for like, um I mean I got I gotta know from the from the kids museum but like urban I don't know if you about know about like trampoline places but Urban Air Uh Rush um other 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 jump places or uh not amusement parks. What do you call those? Gyms? I don't know, for kids. Uh but uh my biggest thing is I wanna put in toy fidget uh Pokemon card, Yu oh card. Uh, digi whatever in those vending machines and uh and as a as a gift as leverage parents are able to say hey if you're good you get you can get one or two packs and you know the upcharge isn't too bad because typically um i'll get a uh i won't stock every single pack in there at once um but like it's The That that part is really fun because it's like, you know, uh, parents get to enjoy uh, the interest, (laughs) the possibility of good behaved kids. Kids get to enjoy the rewards of behaving well. Uh, They get to leave with something actually in hand rather than just stanky socks (laughs) that you got to buy. $8 Eight dollars for one pair, just to have them grippy. Uh, I don't know. It's been one of my funnest ideas on how to be creative with these kinds of um, with these kinds of uh, vending machines. Another kind of vending machine idea, if if you've ever thought about it, is being on a school campus. Um, so most high schools have vending machines. All uh, community colleges have vending machines, and depending on your proposal. Your business proposal, whether if you want to have a one, two, three, four, five year contract there or how many uh, um, machines you'll have on campus and where they're located, uh, you know, will depend on uh, how much business you'll be able to do on that campus. But being able to do that and have yours stick out compared to the other guys, other Coca-Cola things, other... um, energy drink ones, any snack chips ones, any chocolate bar ones, any canned soda ones, any canned uh, bottle soda ones, like those, like being able to compete against them is really fun, and really the customer decides whether you're going to be there or not, because if you're not pulling many customers in one week, then you know that that's a dead spot, dead spot, or your snack has to, your snack game has to change up, and by the way, which I've what I've discovered is that you need to find out whether or not your uh your products can be uh resold so i can't re i can't sell for example i can't sell uh red bulls you don't see red bulls in any uh vending machines because they require their their red bull distributor to restock red bull sponsored machines and they don't have many of those, so you got to be able. To, that's why you see monsters. That's why you see other ones. So you got to be ready to be able to say, okay, there's, there's, no's already, but uh, you can usually compensate that with saying that you can provide a service. You can provide a competitive, uh, a competitive means for their products to be sold in your vending machine. So, uh, you know, you just got to be aware and be careful about how you spend your time, uh, what you outsource. Uh, don't spend too much money at one time. Don't go out and get yourself a nice truck yet. Like You don't need to do that. Um, a couple of the time, what I've seen is people rent U-Hauls since it's just around the town uh, to be able to U-Hauls plus trailer hat hitch uh, plus a a pallet jack to be able to move the things around and it's completely scalable i mean eventually you'll be spending more money on that especially have more if you have more business uh having to carry or store vending machines but at the first at the front end you know if you get one location if you get two if you get five you're doing really good in the first couple of months of your uh, vending machine career and um some vending machine companies small mom and pop companies will sell their locations plus vending machines on those locations uh for for a fair price considering that it already is generating business and all you, all you have to do is do the maintenance and one of my favorite things to do actually when i was shadowing was taking care of the machine making sure that there's no jams Making sure that the, the money reader is, is, is working, uh, making sure that you can clear and uh, um, um, work on the, the card reader. Which, by the way, if you can put up the extra money to get the card reader, either put it in yourself or have it built into the machine, um, the likelihood of you having that, or the likelihood of customers buying from your um, machine, goes up 30% which is amazing, because think about if you have 10, right, uh, customers a day, it goes up 30%, that's another, that's 13, and that's just, that's just more, more foot traffic at the end of the week when you have to restock, so uh, that's just what I've been up to, man, like being able to pull out lines of credit, being able to be reputable in the community, being able to be recognized by other business people, like it's been so fun, and uh, um, to, to to know that I'm feeding people <laughs> that need it, that uh, that want it, that that want to, you know, that's one of the greatest things about like being a parent. Is hey, Dad, can I? Oh, I'm hungry. Can I get? Can we go to the vending machine? Like, say you're walking at a at an outside mall or something like that. Like that's like super fun to do as a parent. Now as the, now as the, like the A to B, right. I get to finally be the one who provides that for a family. Um, So I hope that that encourages you in terms of like what I've been up to and you just staying a part of like the journey that we're a part of. But I hope that encourages you to know, to, to, to pursue something that you really enjoy um, and you know what? Some some of y'all might be like, Mike, I don't really need fixing. Like, I'm happy where I'm at. Then awesome. I, I su- salute you. I applaud you. But I'm going to guarantee that somebody in your circle is like really pressed against the wall, having to make, you know, real adulting decisions. And it's like, it's like now or never or or I won't ever or something like that. And I hope that you share this content with them uh hopefully it'll be life changing for them hopefully it'll direct their paths hopefully uh, they'll make they'll meet Jesus hopefully you know all of the above uh, but that's what we're that's what we're about that's what we're doing and as always i thank you for stopping by Mikey's office uh, the door is always open and actually a couple of y'all asked why do i do that it's because you know as a pastor um and especially as like a sub, when I did long-term subbing once, uh, I had to have like office hours. I had to be present in my office. So, I mean, pastor's office is all is weird. <laughs> it's a weird thing to say. So I'm gonna call a Mikey's office, and people, my were and my uh, that's what I'd say just naturally, like behind the pulpit or to my students. The doors always open. You know, so that's why I call it Mikey's Office. And then a couple of y'all asked me, why do I have that love thing um, picture uh, as my thing? Well, I was going to uh, downtown and uh, I saw this graffiti like in the middle of of town and it and pe- somebody just wrote love all over it. And I thought it was amazing because the 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 the, 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 the structure wasn't holding anything up. It was like a broken down pillar. But we can all agree that love is definitely the un- a universal pillar that holds the roof up over our heads, that holds the building, the weight of the building. Um, so whatever you want to apply that metaphor to in your life, that is exactly my one to use it. But that is the end of this episode. I appreciate you listening and tuning in uh, and keeping up with, um, our lives. I, um, also what I'm really excited about is Malachi and Abby are starting to create content, um, on YouTube kids and Tandy's starting to create content and get her, uh, shop moving. So, um, you know, big things popping, little things stopping. So thanks for tuning in. I will see you next time. Bye.